Welcome to episode three of Storm Time, the Hurricanes podcast. I'm Nick Dunmore and joining me as always is co-host David Wilcox. Hello. This week we've got a tough road fixture in the Eastern Counties League. It's Stowe away. It's like Stowe Market. Yeah. I had to check that they actually yeah, called themselves yeah. Stowe. They do call themselves Stowe, so that, that joke is logically correct, if not very good. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I appreciate it. Um, I think it's one for the groundhoppers out there. So Yeah, there, yeah. Is, a, there is a Stowe uh, amateur uh, FC on, in the borders, mm-hmm. which uh, I wasn't There's sure. Also I thought, that's, that's too much. That, that, that would be just for you. Stowe on the wall as well, isn't there, in the Cotswolds? So I don't know if I've, they have... Uh, I, I don't imagine they play. Team. No, I think it's all... I think around there it's just mainly being Tory is the main yeah. the main sport being, re- yes. being the, the most Tory you can at any point. It is one of the most Tory places. That sort of uh it's the cross to Chipping Norton and all that as well, isn't it? That is. Chipping yeah. I've, I've got a say Chipping Norton, um having having been there a few times. Mm-hmm. It's actually a it's a it's more of a market town, more of an agricultural bit. It's everywhere that surrounds it that's Tory. They're penned oh, right, in okay. by the Tories. There was, they used to call it, uh, before it was the Chipping Norton set, it was the Chipping Norton Triangle because mm. they'd formed it and it was twinned with uh, Bermuda and Winnish. Oh, right. <laughs> That's a lot long. of people have died in that triangle. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Just a trail of, <laughs> trail of dead pigs mm. and uh, uh, cheese that Alex James probably fucked. So, uh, the Hurricanes, obviously everyone's come to, come to listen to this, to hear the, the recaps of the episode-by-episode episode Hurricanes podcast. It's, it's another confusing episode with uh, huge problems. So, this, this episode, to me, um, the thing that stands out, it reminds me of the Champions League with the UEFA Youth League. Yeah, it's, it's the, world, this is the World Youth Cup. Yeah, um, usually, usually with... Um, like the, the UEFA Youth League and the UEFA Champions League, they run simultaneously and you'll have like inter-youth play, like inter-under-23s or something mm. play, like Man City or Chelsea's under-23s the, mor- the morning or afternoon of the, the main match. Um, but this was this had a two, it was two days before, which I don't know what the travelling times are between the two places. <laughs> between um, Hispanola, uh, yeah. the, 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 the island that's probably... Um, well, as we as we established in episode one, it's it's Epstein Island, so it's mm. somewhere in the Caribbean, and then yep. Garcos is somewhere. It's a Greek in, island, in Greece. I think probably it, between Greece and Cyprus. But it's, it's volcanic. It's very, it's very volcanic. Uh, it's not part yeah. of it. Um, yeah, we I mean, obviously it's, it's a it's a dead volcano because um, obviously you wouldn't build a stadium in a live well, volcano. Well, but... you hope maybe that'll come up in a later episode. So mm. as you as you yeah. pointed out their stadium is in the mouth of a volcano. It's mm. fair play. That's amazing. Like, it, as they, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot better shot, than Hurricane Stadium. Oh, yeah, the, the B-Day. <laughs> B-Day does. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but they zoom in on it at the start. It's one of those bits where they've done... It's, a, it's the kind of painterly scene that they've yeah. done to start off. When you look at it, it's got lovely kind of arcing bits atop it. The, the, the stadium itself is just, you know, but the, the, they never do anything there inside. No. But then what, one thing later on, I really liked how the kind of, the, 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 the internal workings of the stadium were really good too. 
So you yeah. looked along it, and there was these amazing like triangular corridors. So that, that was a cool yeah. touch. It's I think just the whole the whole stadium generally it had it has, I mean, it has a very Bond feel about it. I can't remember mm. which is the Bond where he he goes into the volcano where there's a base in the volcano, but obviously I think it might be inspired by that. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if you're going to have is, a, a cool it, thing, then that, that's that's a yeah. pretty and, and it's a cool, it's a cool villain. It's cool villain shit. Yeah. So yeah, respect to yeah. that. Yeah. But, but what the, a great attendance for a youth cup game. It's very good attendance, isn't it? Because mm. the, what's what yeah, I liked as well is that the the full team went to watch as well. So everyone watched yeah. it two days before their um, yeah. game there as well. So yeah, they, again, went, they didn't get a hotel to stay overnight. They thought, no, we'll go back home. <laughs> we'll we'll travel on the on the, the Hurricanes ferry. On, yeah, on the, on the ferry, which is like, I mean, you, that says to me they're either going to an airport and then on, um, or they're going island to island. So I, I wonder if this if this isn't actually Earth as we know it. Oh, oh yeah, that's interesting. This, yeah. So this is this is positing it's a parallel. Uh, yeah. universe possibly separate planet theory yes okay yeah that's what that's, that's it, it, one to log bit Battlestar Galactica maybe sort of yeah uh, there's yeah. different possibilities because otherwise if you're like the travel logistic person for the hurricanes that, that's a hard mm. stressful job well, well I thought Spiro Gorkos was probably the travel uh, organisation <laughs> guy to, for the uh, hurricanes to, he's yeah, got to his every job. other fucking job <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> So the, the World Youth Cup game, is, this is one of the rare times, I imagine, that we will see, apart from their first game, which was cancelled, that we will see the Hurricanes lose. So mm. the, the Gorgons have a tremendous young player who yes. is naturally very Greek, but he's, he's called Stevie. I thought, I thought they were going to go for the obvious one of Papadopoulos, but he appears to yeah. be Papanopoulos. Yeah, I, well, I got it is Papin, Papinopoulos. Right, Papinopoulos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, he just didn't look Greek, though, did he? No, like you, he, had, I, he had the brownest eyes. <laughs> yeah, every time he just had very light brown hair. Um, yeah, it's, it is an interesting one. Like he, he absolutely tore the Hurricanes apart, though. Absolutely oh yeah, destroyed. that was yeah. It was they were again terrible. I mean, we've seen before that the Hurricanes reserve team are mm. idiots who just yeah. happily put on wet tops. And yeah. <laughs> uh, all get flu, and then their youth team are scrubs. I don't know what the what the youth programs are doing there, but yeah, they get they no. get chanced by this by this wunderkind. Mm. Yeah, I mean it'd be a, it'd be worth a lot on football index, wouldn't you? In a couple of years, it would, it would. Yeah. But but Garcos is not happy. Um, no. He says he, he's too arrogant for their team, and he does mention the Gorgon way. So I like that they've yeah. got a philosophy, like you know, all the all the best clubs like West Ham. Isn't the Gorgon Way the name of the road between um, Nottingham Forest and Olympiacos? <laughs> <laughs> this does bring me on to um, uh, what, another, an, yet another parallel between Forest and the Garcos Gorgons, which mm. is that when we meet Spiro, who appears mm. to be uh, Gar- Stavros's, um, I don't know, he's some kind of relative. Yes. Yeah. I think that's established later on, but this is canon. So he basically has six or seven jobs. Gordon's yeah. youth coach, chief of police, chief customs inspector, minister of interior, interior and exterior, and the director of child welfare. Now, this in uh, this is very Nottingham Forest behaviour. 
having both a mix of nepotism, uh, very unclear job structures, is exactly like when Billy Davies got his cousin, who was also his agent and personal advisor, into mm-hmm. the club as a director. However, he was a disgraced solicitor who'd run up 2.6 million in debt for his firm, so he couldn't pass the fit and proper person test. He then called himself advisor to the board, general manager, and occasionally chief executive. I like it. I like it a lot. This is is a parallel universe, but Nottingham Forest is still badly run. To me, this Spiro character, it just seems he's he's got too much on. If this is a a World Soccer League, you'd you'd want your head of youth, essentially to be full-time, I would have thought. Exactly. They should be able to, like, fork like, out proper... I mean, we're not talking about two... T- this, this isn't a Tim Pot outfit here, is it? It's no. not like... I mean, very And the thing that stood out for me is, well, is, like, the amount of time that it's... So, that, I mean, like, they get a coach to the port. The island doesn't look big enough for, to, to warrant that. Again, it's like, there's, <laughs> it, it's, it's largely a volcano. There's not a mm. lot to kind of go round it. I just imagine it's, it's just... There's a, it's easier if we just keep going round. We can't reverse. Yeah. We're on the other side of Vol- Volcano Island. Mm. It was just, it's just all very odd. There is an odd one. That's like his, his sort of main bit. I mean, as you say, he would, he'd probably do better um, mm. if he didn't have so many other jobs. I mean, if he just focused on running child prison, that would be better. Yeah. The, yeah. uh, the the Gorgon Youth Camp, as we later discovered. It so was Stevie, very concentration camp, wasn't it? It was a bit, wasn't yeah, it? This is head, like sort a bit of, ahead, but yeah, escape to victory. Um, yeah, it's uh, is one of the main bits. Yeah. So yeah, Stevie um, is not happy. He tries to stow away, but fails. Mm-hmm. And then they decide to send uh, Rude to the Gorgon mm-hmm. Youth Camp. So this is the first time we meet Rude Marley who mm. I'm getting the feeling from his name, um, possibly Jamaican. Well, I, I'm getting Jamaican, but I'm also sort of think, so the, the, his name is actually Oliver Marley, and Rude is a nickname. Oh my God, this, this yeah. is deep. But, but Rude is not spelled the same way as Rude Harlot. So I thought, initially I thought, okay, he's black, he's got dreadlocks, They've gone mm. for Marley and they've gone for Rude, like Rude Huller. Yeah, they thought I would um, put them but together. He's, yeah. But he's spelt, it's spelt Rude as in the 90s, sort of early 90s way of saying that's cool. That's he's rude. Like, he's a rude dude. So, with a yeah, dude. so I reckon that might be what they've gone gone for, like then that, that whole wicked and bad uh, sort of vibe of the early. So yeah, that, that was the main thing. I, mean, I did a little bit of research into Rude. Oh, I think that's probably what they've gone for. Yeah, I was hoping it's going to be Rude as in. The, the hula yeah that would, have been, that would have been been a, a nice call. crossover yeah yeah would have would have appreciated that i think i think the i suppose at this point there wasn't really like a here's one for the dads or yeah the, the, the parents basically mm. as well where you go okay new new kid stuff as as a parent you watch it yeah put loads of little jokes in there for you and you go that's a good one i was thinking yeah. about this though i won't ever watch this show with my son uh, no. I was uh, I was reading some Tintin at the weekend with him, and that's like pretty fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> but then even the, watching this afterwards is like this is worse because mm. for Rude to stow away in the camp as a known player, they put a turban on him. 
and no, they, they literally get a towel. They get a towel. <laughs> Stevie left behind. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing, the thing I thought of this episode, it is called Stowaway. It should be called Towelhead. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Two ways about it. It should be because called that's what Problem it's, it's It's not even, like, a bit of cotton. Like, he's literally sort of, like, done, done you know, like, the getting out of a shower turban on his head. Yeah, and, that's, and they thought, will this do? And he's played football in it, which is mental. Yeah. Like... I don't know if you've ever done one. They don't stay put, those things. You have to no. be stationary the whole time. It, yeah, I mean, it's no. very... It's a ghoulin moment. It's, I think it's the most racist moment we've got to so yeah. far. Yeah, because um, it's... I, I looked into it a bit with... Now, it's this isn't confirmed that it's this guy in there, but the guy who's listed as uh, the voice of Rude Marley in most mm-hmm. episodes is a guy called Cus Mankuma. Now, okay. I was like, oh, thank God, he's black. He's the son of, he's mixed race, it turns out, but he's definitely American. He's not Jamaican. So he's an American guy doing a Jamaican accent. And he's the who, son do, of Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable. This, again, the future powers of the Hurricanes has predicted Chet Hayes. Unbelievable, man. But yeah, this is maybe he watched this again. I'm not going to check his age, but you know, like we did with the the, you know, Michael Owen bit, maybe he was inspired by seeing Rude Marley and thought, that's it, that's what I'm going to do. That seems fine. Yeah, we get to to their training ground. He, he goes in there um, as usual. He has a trial session, which just involves oh, James uh, James Cliff. The James Cliff, <laughs> yeah. So he introduces himself as James Cliff from yeah. India, purely so he can make a very good Jimmy Cliff joke. Now that yeah. is that is something for the parents. Yeah, I, li- I like that Easter egg. We we discussed it before the pod. Um, I, yeah, we were, I, I asked if you'd mentioned if you'd uh, noticed it and. You did. It's, did. The one thing I'll say as well, but the when he puts the turban on, um, there's a lovely little bit of what I call exotic music. It's not necessarily <laughs> Indian. There's not like sitars yeah. involved, but it's just that sort of mysterious exotic music. That's the only way I can describe yeah. it. Yeah, it's a sting. And, and, yeah. and then he just put then he just puts on an Indian accent. Yeah, it's, yep. it's, it's a, yeah. an unbelievable piece. I'm gonna put. I will put the the audio in for it because it's <laughs> people. People have to hear this. To be a youth player, you could get into their camp, help Stevie escape. No way, man. They know me too. Oh, come on, think. Isn't there some way we could disguise you? Disguise? That's it! What? Yes! I beg your pardon. Can you direct me to the young Gorgon's camp? So you can watch all of these on STV. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not, STV don't know this is happening. Um, so until we're just going to keep going until they shut us down. Exactly that. I don't think they will. I think they'll be like, we can get some adverts on that. They're all right. Yeah. Hurricanes. Yeah. The, um, the, the training ground looks, looks normal, first of all, but then you suddenly notice it's got a fence and gun turrets and several guards. Yep. <laughs> and sheds and pitch light, uh, like sort of spotlights. And... Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, stop anyone getting out. It, yeah, it did remind me of uh, sort of like part Escape to Victory, part Shawshank Redemption. 
Oh um, yeah, it's got a bit of a, yeah, it's got that kind of that kind of vibe to it too. <laughs> we see we see evident evidence as well of um, Stavros's eye for a player. He spots that it's Rude Marley. Mm-hmm. He can he's, he knows he's like I, I recognise that guy. He plays. I mean, like, I, I Rude mean, Marley. We're talking here about supposedly two big clubs. So I suppose this is the equivalent of I don't know um, Dominic Calvert Lewin turning <laughs> up at Liverpool youth team training with a towel on his head. <laughs> it's like, oh, I yet mean, again, yet again, another bold fashion choice from Dominic yeah, Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, or yeah, I mean, it's it's very odd. I mean, it, to me, it seems a bit unrealistic that they wouldn't scan straight away that, oh, no, no, that's like, a oh, black yeah. man with a towel on his head. Yeah. Like, mate, um, what are you doing? This is, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but then... Um, the, the Hurricanes break into the training ground to mm-hmm. liberate him. There's a little bit of, you know, uh, sort of darkness before then with this, you know, an attempt to escape. They sort of go there. Oh, I also thought all the um, all the uh, Gorgon's youth players look really emo. They all had like, yeah. they all had mad like hair. They either had like yeah. kind of shaved side, little top well, what, bit, or big, big emo fringes. So what it reminded me of is, um, have you seen like the Argentine thing? Um, where the players have their so youth team players when they first train with the senior squad, yeah, the the, the senior players cut their hair, yeah, which just involves like usually sort of like um, going back to last was I think it was last week when we talked about Sven Boy, uh, yes. so have like yeah. the, the hair shaved. just around the sides and shaved on top, yeah, or just like tufts everywhere. So it kind of reminded me of that. So I wonder if that that's maybe a thing that's in the potential, uh, yeah, universe. Yeah, that would be um, that would be quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> if they knew what it was, they all looked like they had like Pro Evo for unlockable hair, where you yeah. could you could buy it from the pet shop and you get the weird hair, like, and you yeah. do it once and then go, okay, that's 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 that. But the the emo thing sort of works with them as well because of the tracksuits. I think they've got. I don't think we'll have a more emo kit than the Gorgons kit. In no, no, it was um, kind of. It's almost it's almost new rave actually. I think the big. They've obviously got their big lightning flash, the yellow bit. Mm-hmm. They, I thought the yeah. Gorgon's leisure wear collection was good. The tracksuit looked good. The jumper with the only thing I didn't like was thick neck. The numbers on the back. They had big numbers on the back of the shirts in red, uh, which is just like oh red on the back of the tracksuit tops. Yeah, oh, that's on the tra- oh, very no, tracksuit. No, that's nonsense. Okay. Yeah, it oh, was I'll very Leeds in the in the seventies. But James James Cliff turns up at training. Just turns up. Just, not, I don't know. There, there we go. He's not. He's not at a trial. <laughs> no. He's not at a trial or anything. I don't know. It's James Cliff there. I'm here to play, and he turns up, skins the whole team, which seems to be the thing, isn't it? As long as you can dribble, that's you're getting it. in. That's, well, the, that's, that's, we, uh, that's the most amazing thing in this league. That's what they prize above yeah. anything else. Yeah, <laughs> it's not sort of like tactical sense or anything like that, or no. or the ability to pass. It's just dribbling. Um, it's very sort of Stanley Matthews school of football. Mm. Um, so he just he has a bit of a dribble, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll have you. We'll sign you up." But they train in the stadium, which I thought was weird as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So they go yeah. and do that again. The, again, the the travels very difficult. There's not confusing. There's not training pictures or anything like that, which is no. seems odd to me. In the uh, prison, prison island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually the hurricanes are forced to just break into the training ground, all on mopeds for some reason. 
Now, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was like, again, Great Escape kind of thing, but they, they didn't have mopeds in that, and there weren't loads no. of them. It's a very weird choice. Yeah, less sort of Great Escape, more... Uh, um... <laughs> Quadrophenia. Oh, yeah. Quadrophenia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was half expecting uh, um, Napa to drive off the cliff after shagging, <laughs> what an idiot. After shagging Leslie Ash down the lane. <laughs> Actually, at the, at the time, they could have probably had um, Lee Chapman playing up front for them. He's of the right age, isn't he? So Yeah, they could have signed him. He could, he could have shagged Leslie Ash down the lane and then <laughs> driven off the cliff. See, I, I had Napa <laughs> pegged more as a rocker than the mods. This is yet yeah. another yet another piece of media where the rockers have lost. The mods won the day, he, sadly. I mean, he has got great hair, hasn't he? It's a mm. lovely mullet. Um, he does look like um, he could be any one of a number of wrestlers from WWF in the early 90s. Yeah, very Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. He wears an army suit, too. Oh, it's a bit, that's a, yeah. a bit of Sergeant Slaughter, too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Chaos. British Bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to do a bit. They wanted him to dress up as a black person, which I'm, I'm sure is going to come. You could have will... the British Bulldogs. Corn rose. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. He invented <laughs> cultural appropriation. Yeah. Um, it's the so most British their, thing, wasn't it? <laughs> their whole attempt to, uh, successful attempt, actually, to yeah. liberate the entire youth team is just punting footballs mm-hmm. at guys with yeah. guns. And bats, yeah. <laughs> which is that's kind of that's nice and silly, and it obviously yeah. sets them as the bad guys. But it was okay. That was um, oh, it's, it's Daft Wee cartoon stuff, and it wasn't. Uh, I've got, got no issues with it. In my head as well, there was the theme. I didn't write this down, but I think the theme tune was playing while they were doing it, <laughs> just like launching with the hurricanes. To burning balls into your face. <laughs> it's just like, like bang, it's hitting you in the stomach. Bang, gun out your hand. Like, a lot of them, a lot of them went in the balls as well. So that was like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. always funny. That's good bit of slapstick. That yeah, um, every, everyone loves to see it. It was just the whole thing was just. I, I would. I, they should be losing their security contract. Those guys. That was piss poor. Appalling. Yeah. Yeah, but um, just like a load of blokes turning up with footballs, and you've got guns and paddles. They liberate the entire youth team. They she takes she takes them away and says, "I don't know. I can't remember at that point." She goes, "Oh, you can have them back, or uh, we'll we'll choose it." Eventually, they do get put on a ferry and escape. Like at the end of the game, yeah. That's which is which is nice. They obviously all, they all wanted yeah. to, um, but then we get to the game. And yet again, it's another Hurricane Gorgon's clash. I feel like Barnstormer. Yeah, I think they've I think they've got a lot of um, a lot of fixtures up. Maybe this is like when um, they reorganised the SPL and they went. What we need is four derbies season. Yeah, it was an interesting match. Mm. Um, the thing I noticed is Stevie went straight into the starting lineup. Again, you know, no trial. Another, well, no another, trial. Yeah. No, another young, unknown player just yeah. straight into the Hurricanes team. They're very yeah. good with their youth development. Well, that's it. They, I mean, their actual youth team is dog shit, yeah. as we've yeah. seen. Um, they they were very bad. They were sort of basically told... Uh, they. This is actually... The, I forgot about this. It's the first thing that Captain Cal Casey's done in the entire series. He had to give them a uh, pep talk after they'd lost. <laughs> and they'd just gone, yeah, you're probably going to wake up crying a lot. And you'll never forget you know, the stench of defeat, but it'll be all right. You know, maybe maybe your family will stop loving you. 
terrible. Yeah, it, Why is this guy captain? It's brutal. And I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, that was an odd, odd one. The whole thing was odd. I mean, to me, Napa should be captain. Yeah, he's, he's not captain. very bright, but he's he's a he's a John Terry, isn't he? He's not very yeah. bright, but he. He's he's the leader of the team. Like, I mean, the way he dealt with the whole situation. The poor prick slept on a beach for two nights with a fourteen-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> waiting waiting for them to come back. Like, actually, that's, that, that's they just kept cutting to that <laughs> each yeah. time they went. Well, here we are again. In his club suit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, they haven't been here for ages yet. We've been waiting two days. <laughs> okay, I don't think they're coming, Amanda. Back to the tent with you. <laughs> So, so, yeah, can you imagine was... that in real life? It's, 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 <laughs> I know Timo Werner waiting on a beach with a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> like, oh, it's just, it's just odd. I don't maybe, know. I... Maybe Adam Johnson should have used that defence. Oh, no. like, actually, I was trying to free some child slaves. That's why. <laughs> that's why I was doing this. That's why I got her to wank me off in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh no. I'd gone deep cover. That's the yeah. only way I could, uh, I could get them free. Well, that's legal now, isn't it? So it's fine. It's fine. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. No, if, it's, if you can prove he's doing it for the police, then uh, it's fine. Oh, true. Yeah. Sort of thing, yeah. Napa is a spy cop. I wonder yeah. where you go with her. That's legal now. But yes, spy cops. No, no, no not Saved that. Saved it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's. Uh, that was that was odd. Um, the whole, the, it's just the whole episode's odd, isn't it? Mm. It's it's one of the more more odd ones we've had so far. Yeah, this is yes, this was a it's shock. Getting chucked straight in. Yeah, oh no, it's ridiculous. So either like Jock's got no control. We don't see, we don't see Jock. That's true. true. Yeah, maybe we this don't was... see anything of Jock. Um, then it's got a Stevie's just band. chucked in. Touchline band. Touchline band. Oh, he's got Corona. <laughs> yeah. I it's mean, like David Moyes. They always, they're playing better without him. <laughs> um, I mean, the game, the first thing I've got mm. written down, the first goal is shocking by Dino. Yeah. I mean, it's a poor tackle from, I believe, Toro, um, mm-hmm. who's the other big, he's the other big lad. But yeah, yeah. Dino, straight down the middle, the flaps are For his hands. Tiny arms. Abs- absolute cat of flap hands. It's, uh, <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's another erratic performance from Dino. I think he needs... There's clearly Get no competition gone. for keepers. Getting gone. Yeah. Like, he's shite. Yeah, he's shite. But then the, the equaliser is just as bad. Yeah, a goalkeeping calamity. This is... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Straight through the... his legs from... Oh, yeah. this, is, this is from Papillon, who is French... That's yeah. They don't, they don't they don't say his name, but I only again only know this from sort of later episodes. Uh, he's that's his that's what you know about him. He's French. Puts it to his got legs. Good stubble though, hasn't he? Oh, very good. Yeah, I like yeah. the design on Papillon is great. Yeah, it's like yeah. Whoa, whoa, who's this? So, this so I wondered with him as well whether he's he's a it's a bit of a player on uh, Papan. Oh yeah, Maybe. that's close. Yeah, because that's Pan, of the Papillon, time, isn't it? Otherwise, it's a reference to um, the prison movie, mm. Papillon. Maybe, um, maybe that's where they're going with this. Um, one, one other spot. This is another Gorgon's kit point. Um, keep yep. all his red boots to go with his red shirt. Yeah, I like that. That was that, that was, was cool. That was very before coloured boots. Yeah, so that was that's a good thing. Um, and he looked a bit a... like um, 
uh, that guy, that mad guy Pinto, who was like Barcelona's backup keeper. Oh yeah, With, he, he had the cornrows, didn't he? He, look, he actually yeah. looked like the British bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was bonkers because I always thought like that Barca, that Barca side that was so so good. You obviously had Victor Valdez, who actually was not a very good goalkeeper. No, like he suited he suited the system because he could play out from the back, but he wasn't yeah. a good goalkeeper. He was lucky, and, and they they dominated possession, so it's fine. He wasn't, yeah. Whenever, yeah, obviously, that's what he he didn't have longevity. He couldn't, yeah, last as a keeper in any other system or in any other league. No, um, and, the, and then he had Pinto as well, and Pinto was dog shit. He was like, a clown. He was just, he was, he was he was just keep constantly. Every time you watched it, it was like, oh right, they've had to put Pinto in. He'd either get sent off or be in a fight or fight on the yeah. bench. There was there was that was a good period though for um, banter goalkeepers because you had that one um, at Chelsea, didn't you as well? The Portuguese lad who was literally like, called Hilario. Hilario, um, yeah, that, <laughs> Hilario. That's yeah. it, yeah, Hilario. <laughs> and then you had Hilario Gomez Spurs. Yeah, there was there was a strong was, lineage. Um, of I mean, this, bad this is probably. I mean, now we've got this, the, a new banter age for goalkeepers. Like we got. Every week we've got Pickford, Adrian, yeah. De Gea. Kepa's they're all, like, they're all just launching the ball in there. Every... Well, I, think, I wouldn't even call Kepa a goalkeeper, to be honest. No. <laughs> I sort of think that he's like, he was literally, statistically, is like the worst, last season was the worst keeper in mm. the top five leagues. You wouldn't have to worry about him sort of social distancing because he's catching fuck all. Like, he's dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking I think, I think we have to just go, now we're just seeing it as performance art and he is bringing yeah. back, <laughs> he, he, he respects the banter era of goalkeeping and he's decided I, I like to it. bring it back. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's a good time for goalkeepers. Yeah. Speaking as a goalkeeper, it's, it's a very good time. But yeah, it's, so it's 1-1 one, one in the game. Yeah, it's um, all to play for. But yeah. then... The the winner, it's. I would say yes. this, is, this is probably the best goal that we've seen yet. Stevie being very selfish, but takes mm. two defenders out of the game. It's a really bad defending. <laughs> I mean, he's going nowhere though. He's genuinely going nowhere. And yeah, and they didn't manage to cut out the cross. No, um, and it's a back post cross. Mm. Um, smashed home on the volley by Papillon. Yep, right back across goal. Um, it's just like a back, yeah, back post volley that you don't see that often. It's it's thankfully like a bit of a Tim Cahill goal. Yeah, very Cahill. Yes, sort of arriving late in the box and then a header or a, mm. a volley. A bit like a through. sort of less acrobatic, uh, that Decanio goal. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, if, he, if he sort of changed his feet in midair, then he sort of would have mm. got that. But in terms of like the swoop, of, even though that was from deep, it's just the swoop of it going yeah. back across goal. It was very good. And then, then we get we get Papillon's celebration, very humpy, just a lot yes. of a lot of humping. I think that's marked him out again as a top shagger. Yeah, what well, a French are, aren't they? Generally, he's lad, that's it. He's a, he's a, a romantic, passionate lover with great mm. stubble. Uh, so yeah, sadly, that means that the Hurricanes win. We see their fans who have barely any of them in team colours, and they all just look like a bunch of accountants or like yeah. Uh, I, I didn't write their fans. And, and we no, hear their, horri- their horrid chant. Dog shit. It's just, yeah. I, I just think aesthetically the Gorgons fans have got a much better look. Yeah. The, the sort of all wearing those Viking helmets, the, the typically Greek headwear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> it just doesn't uh, make sense. No, it's none of it. Does. But there's clearly like um, camaraderie and a bit and then, of like. Uh, I mean, they've got a they've got a supporters club. I don't believe the Hurricanes have a supporters club or any kind of like ultras, any division, no. any any like you know set stand where they've got uh, a good crowd. No, they just they're mm. bad. And so, but that's that's pretty much the end of the episode. Of course, Bar Amanda's uh, like Jerry Springer a piece to the camera. Yeah. Um, which I, I I said beforehand, this this is another piece of hurricanes predicting the future, um, or or actually probably predicting the the current goings yeah. on at the time in 1993, where it basically sort of says about it focuses on co- like youth coaches bullying, like soccer yeah. should be fun, soccer should be the, but it does the the whole episode does seem quite abusive towards children. So, it's problematic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it does seem like it, it is sort of like, yeah, child child abuse within youth football. Because mm. um, she doesn't yeah, say she doesn't say if you're being held in like a prison camp and yeah. um, being against your will, play, like being forced to play aggressive <laughs> football, um, maybe get someone to liberate you with footballs uh, in a non yeah. nonviolent way with just, just some bruised nads of the security forces to deal with it. She does say mm. this is about, yeah, it's about being bullied and specifically being bullied and abused mm. by a coach. Yeah. So yeah, the Gorgons yeah, I mean, are that nonce club. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, we, we said about the whole big jock new thing the other week, but it was yes, the other uh, way around. That was it. Who no, knew? No, the real yeah. Venice. They were here all yeah. along. And it was, <laughs> they were much oh, more stylish. The, I thought it was a bit of filler, this episode. Mm. I thought the, the second episode where they were in Tokyo, big fan of that. Yeah, much Makes more dramatic. Despite this yeah, being this... like, a, you know, prison liberation and, you know, it should have been like, okay, you know, we all, everyone loves a prison break. Um, yeah. There wasn't a lot of drama to it. Part, I think, I think no. that, that postponing it where they went, oh, we were on the beach again. Uh, that really, that really took the air out of it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's good, but it wasn't. I, I don't think it was the best, their best work no. so far. Also, I don't really care enough about Stevie to be invested in his no. being liberated. I mean, yeah, he's a promising player, but he wasn't that interesting. And I, I've got a side with um, Stavros. He was a bit cocky and a bit selfish, yeah. and I think it yeah. would have been maybe, maybe a bit of abuse would have knocked that out of him. <laughs> um, yeah, fair. It's it's a show. It's a show. It's Nick, Nick Dunmore there. Nick Dunmore, <laughs> father of two. <laughs> Please let me keep my kids. <laughs> On that oh. note, thank you for listening. Uh, next week we will tackle the fourth episode, which will be Toro. That's Toro. No, it's just Toro. Now, I have a feeling this is the only one... Look, Even just looking at the screenshot, this is the only one I can sort of remember ever watching or mm. that sort of stuck with me in any way. I'll see if I'm right. I might not be. But I have a feeling... I think he's Spanish? I don't know. He is Spanish. Bull. The bull. He's a, he looks yeah. like Miguel Angel Nadal. He's on Wikipedia. I won't read the rest of the Wikipedia, but he is called a bulky Spanish centre-half. So, yeah. <laughs> it's him or Hierro. But I guess I don't know if Nadal fits at that point. So, yeah, thank you for listening and tune in next week for a bulky Spanish centre half. Cheers.